the U.S. Soccer Federation has reached milestone agreements to pay its men's and women's teams equally, making the American national governing body the first in the sport to promise both genders matching money. The Federation announced separate collective bargaining agreements through 2028 with the unions for both national teams, ending years of often acrimonious negotiations. As the men have been playing under the terms of a CBA that expired in 2018. The women's CBA expired at the end of 2018, but talks continued after the Federation, and the players agreed to settle a gender discrimination lawsuit brought by some of the players in 2019. The settlement was contingent on the Federation reaching labor contracts that pay, and bonuses equal between the two teams. While I feel a lot of pride for the girls who are going to see this growing up, and recognize their value, rather than having to fight for it. However, my dad always told me, that you don't get rewarded for doing, what you're supposed to do. And paying men and women equally is what you're supposed to do, US forward Margaret Purse said. So, I'm not giving out any gold stars, but I'm grateful for this accomplishment, and for all the people who came together to make it so. Perhaps the biggest sticking point was World Cup prize money, which is based on how far a team advances in the tournament. While, the US women have been successful on the international stage with back-to-back -back World Cup titles, differences in FIFA prize money meant they took home far less than the men's winners. The unions agreed to pull FIFA's payments for the Men's World Cup and Women's World Cup. Each player will get matching game appearance fees in what the United States Soccer Federation said makes it the first federation to pull FIFA prize money in this manner. We saw it as an opportunity, an opportunity to be leaders in this front and join in with the women's side in US soccer. So we're just excited that this is how we were able to get the deal done, said Walker Zimmerman, a defender who is part of the US National Team Players Association leadership group. As the Federation previously based bonuses on payments from FIFA, which earmarked $400 million for the 2018 men's tournament, including $38 million for Champions France and $30 million for the 2019 women's tournament, including $4 million for Champions the United States. FIFA has increased the total to $440 million for the 2022 Men's World Cup, and its president, Gianni Infantino has proposed that FIFA double the women's prize money to $60 million for the 2023 Women's World Cup, in which FIFA has increased the teams to 32. For the current World Cup cycles. As the United States Soccer Federation will pool the FIFA funds, taking 10% off the top, and then splitting the rest equally among 46 players, 23 players for the squad of each team. For the 2026-27 cycle, the United States Soccer Federation cut increases to 20% before the split. After missing the 2018 World Cup, the men qualified for this year's tournament in Qatar. The women's team will seek to qualify this year for the 2023 World Cup, co-hosted by Australia and New Zealand. For lesser tournaments, such as those run by the governing body of North America, players will earn identical game bonuses. And for exhibition games, players will receive matching appearance fees and performance payments based on the match result in the opponent's ranking. Players who do not play will earn a fee that is the equivalent of taking part in a national team training camp. As the women gave up guaranteed base salaries which had been part of their CBA since 2005, some players have been guaranteed annual salaries of $100,000. I think we've outgrown some of the conditions that may look like we have lost something, but now our professional league is actually strong enough, where now we don't need as many guaranteed contracts, you know, we can be on more of a pay-to-play model, Margaret Purse said. As childcare, covered for women for more than 25 years, will be extended to men during national team training camps and matches. The women and men also will receive a portion of commercial revenue from tickets for matches controlled by the United States Soccer Federation with bonuses for sellouts, and each team will get a portion of broadcast, partner and sponsor revenue.
players will get a retirement fund plan, and the United States Soccer Federation will match up to 5% of a player's compensation, subject to United States federal government tax code limits. That money will be deducted from the shares of commercial revenue. As there were moments, when I thought it was all going to fall apart, and then it came back together, and it's a real credit to all the different groups coming together, negotiating at one table, said Federation President Cindy Parlo-Cohn, a former national team player who became head of the governing body in 2020. I think that's where the turning point really happened. Before, trying to negotiate a CBA with the women, and then turn around, and negotiate CBA terms with the men and vice versa, was really challenging. I think the real turning point was when we finally were all in the same room sitting at the same table, working together and collaborating to reach this goal. While women ended six years of litigation over equal pay in February in a deal calling for the United States Soccer Federation to pay $24 million, a deal contingent on reaching new collective bargaining agreements. As part of the settlement, players will split $22 million, about one-third of what they had sought in damages. The United States Soccer Federation also agreed to establish a fund with $2 million to benefit the players in their post-football careers and charitable efforts aimed at growing the sport for women. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a five-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.